so 25 packets of sperm per night in the and lake. And you assume that's probably like hundreds. Yeah, I would in assume each so. Packet. Yeah. Because that's how sperm works. Yes, that's how sperm works. It's yep. just like. Yep. Quantity, not quality. <laughs> not, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Critter Cast Podcast. So hi, welcome to Cast. I'm Cassie. I'm Karina. And, and this we, is... This is Crittercast. Crittercast. <laughs> wow, we're welcome. off our timing too. Yeah, it's not good. No. It's really bad. Adjusting from a break is not as easy as one would think it would be. Right? It's not like riding a bike. No. It's, it's absolutely well, not. I think this is exactly what riding a bike would go for me oh, if I tried to do it right now. I think I could probably do it. I mean, I'm sure I could do it. It just would be a little wobbly for yeah, a bit. Yeah, maybe, first. maybe. Yeah, possibly painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do think it was important to take a step back and take a break. Oh and, yeah, and like chillax and come and come back at yeah. this this 2019 year of Crittercast with renewed excitement exactly we have better expectations for ourselves we know what Mm -hmm. we can handle yep that being said for our returning listeners first welcome back happy new year it's 2019 welcome to 2019 we're so ready for you to come back to CritterCast, uh and thank you for continuing to listen even when we took a little a little winter hiatus a little Um, mid-season or like a little season finale yeah exactly we just didn't know and now we're back for season two but we we aren't it's not really splitting them up so. right right they're but just basically episode 25 consider it season two yeah. here we go yeah um there will be some changes this new year we've decided to decrease our uploading schedule to twice a month so be every yeah. other week so that we can bring you better episodes better research better content and better um content on our websites on our social media on our patreon yep yeah. Yeah. Kind of trying to love the the mm-hmm. hand the small handful of Patreon supporters we have. We want to make sure we're really delivering on yep. them. You know, they yep. love us. They're giving us small amounts of money every month, so we really need to up our up our game with them and show them how much we love them. Exactly. It's a little creepy how much we love them. A little bit, but yeah. it's a little creepy how much they love us. So it's true. It's, it's totally it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's it evens out. Completely equal. That's Patreon for you. It's like if yeah. you really love something that much that you want to give money to it, then like. They, they they better love you back equally yeah. as much. Yeah, yeah. So that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, we are pretty excited yes. that we're going to be working on bringing you some additional types of content. Too. Yeah, yes. We want to start putting out more on our website. Mm-hmm. We want to do a, a semi-regular blog mm-hmm. with uh, informative posts that will, of course, be as entertaining. So we're going to be doing just lots of different things. We're not going to yeah. make any super huge announcements until we have those plans solidified. So we'll announce things as we have them in the works. For now, for sure, we know that we're going to be upping our game in some ways. We are designing new types of merchandise that aren't just our logo. Yes. We're designing different versions of our logo to yes. feature multiple of our at-home critters it's here. It's very exciting. Super exciting. Um, and we're planning to just get more out and about in the world with CritterCast. Yeah. Because that's fun. And, oh my God, you guys, we have a super exciting announcement. Guess what we did? If you follow us on social media, you know. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, what? What, what did, did we, we do? do? Oh my god, we just did it like three hours ago. Your cat just attacked that dog. I know, I know, and she didn't even care. No, <laughs> but uh, we rescued our first leopard gecko and successfully adopted him to a wonderful family today. Um, who, you know, it was one of those things where. We'll tell the whole story at one point, but mm-hmm. we happened upon a gecko. Maybe that could be our first vlog. Yeah, we happened upon a gecko, and um, we didn't. We weren't really looking for another gecko for us to keep personally. No. Nope. Um, so, with the support of my employer, the Yolo County SPCA, and the help of fans of both SPCA and CritterCast, we were able to take him in, foster him, make sure he was healthy. And successfully adopt him out. Um, and that was officially done through Yolo County SPCA. They paid for his vet care. Mm-hmm. They um, used, you know, their support and their organization to help us find an adopter, 
have a contract signed, all that official stuff, stuff that wasn't really possible for us to do as CritterCast right, right now, um, but obviously is very near and dear to the CritterCast heart. Yeah. Um, and obviously we posted him on social media as well and shared him out to our followers. It did happen to be a follower of the Yola County SPCA that adopted this particular reptile. Yeah, But okay. we will post any future reptile yeah. rescues we have for our CritterCast family as well. Yep. Anyway, that is... A little glimpse. We could probably talk for an entire two-hour episode probably. on updating of you, we <laughs> but we're not going to do that because here at CritterCast, we don't just talk about our lives and ourselves and no. our animals. No. We talk about other interesting animals Yes, we do. for at least an hour <laughs> every other week. Yep. <laughs> Basically. That's yes. It. That's our promo. Yeah. Okay. Tune in to hear about an animal for some time. On sometimes. <laughs> so this week we, we, and we're also, oh, that's, I guess, another, a new thing that we're going to be doing is we're going to be swapping off research. Yeah. And, and surprising each other. Because Karina got a little taste of doing the research when she did her turkey lurkey episode. I did, hey, I and did, I did my Black episode. Widow episode and I did my right. turkey lurkey episode yep. and, and it was fine. They, and they were great. It was great. It was They good. were wonderful. I was proud of how popular my turkey lurkey episode yeah, was. Yeah, it was fantastic. I thought it was pretty good. Even though it was missing a pretty crucial part of CritterCast. Was it though? Oh, Poppy barking in the background? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, that's the, that's the, really, is it CritterCast if Poppy's not barking? I don't think so. That's our new t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> is it CritterCast if Poppy's not barking? True, though. Or Gatsby's not thumping the table, or Eleven's not rubbing on the microphone, yep. or Rue's not crying. Or Corny's not wrapping around the microphone. <laughs> is it not, is it CritterCast if the animals aren't getting into trouble yeah. in the background? <laughs> yeah, No, exactly. it's really not. It's really not. Yeah. Um, so with this new format of yep. us swapping off researching, I think we're also surprising each other. Yeah. Just because you get it's fun, fun, genuine reactions that way. Exactly. No time to, to sneak and cheat and look up facts on your own. Wait, were you doing that before? Sometimes. <gasps> I feel so betrayed. <laughs> you so, jump up, pop up. So okay. this first week for episode 25, our first episode of yep. 2019. Yep. Cassie is the research captain. Yes, I am. And Just call me Captain Cassie. Oh, okay. Captain Cass? Like captain Cass. That sounds like Captain Crunch. That's why I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like Captain Crunch? Crunch berries. Isn't it? We'll just call them cash berries. the top of your mouth? It does, but it's worth it. Is it worth it? <laughs> it's worth it. And the milk soothes it. It's, it's such fine. a good pain. It's fine. <laughs> so for episode 25, what are, we, what are we talking about? I picked something really special. Okay. For episode 25 that I was really excited about. And okay. that I've actually had about two or three people say, oh, hey, you should do that for CritterCast. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking? Can I make a guess? Can you? Do you want to? I I think I know it. Okay. <laughs> I think what do I you know think it, it is because when I walked in, I think you were watching a documentary. About I it. was. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about axolotls? Yes. I love that word. <laughs> to, like, if you're listening, take out a piece of paper or type on your phone. Try to spell axolotl right now. Yeah. You won't get it right. Axolotl. It's hard. It is. It's, it's a tricky. tough one. Yep. How do, how do you do have they it? Spell it? Do you have it spelled? Wait, I'm going to give him a minute for a minute. A first. moment. Uh, a try minute, to minute. say moment. Try to say minute. I didn't do my vocal warm up. A moment. I didn't stop you this time. You uh, just didn't do it. <laughs> Usually I stop you, but today I you know. just didn't choose I, to do I it. I didn't. Nope. Okay. Axolotl. It's A X O L O T L S. Axolotls. Where's the Y? There is no Y. Man, I know. I feel like I knew that, and then I forgot, it and I was gonna spell it with a Y. Yep. And the, there's a really cool story behind the name. There's a couple of different theories that I ran in, into with the name, but really only one of them makes sense. So that's the one I'm going with. Sounds good. Yeah. So axolotl, Papa's, what's the matter? Come here, cuddle. If you if you look at it, you can break it into two words. Um, from ancient Aztec, okay, meaning water, that's the atl, okay, and then um, xotl, xolotl, xolotl, I don't know, means dog, which is named after a um, Aztec god. Okay. Yeah, there was this canine uh, Aztec god who was um, the god of all things grim, the deity who was. 
in charge of leading the souls of the dead to the underworld. Yeah. So yeah. kind of like like Cerebus in the Greek mythology. Yeah. The three-headed dog. Yeah. Yeah. But this one was kind of more like the one in Coco. Yeah. That was like, here, let me show you around the spirit world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, like, ain't nobody else doing the underworld like the Greeks. Right. <laughs> exactly. The Greeks it's had their own thing. <laughs> it's just a little dark, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They needed some help. <laughs> so the main story in the mythology is that um, there were... There was some reason that this god was fearful of being killed, and so it transformed into a salamander to hide in the lake. And that's how we got axolotls. Mm, that's mm-hmm. odd. Right. Yeah. Zolo, that's the name of the Mexican right. hairless dog, which so is the dog. So now I feel Coco. like I understand yes. why that, what that dog was doing in Coco so much better. Yes. Yeah. It's a Zolo. Yeah. Which is, honestly, sometimes I think that Rue is ch- definitely some chihuahua, but like, He's a little extra on the baldness front, mm-hmm. so sometimes I think he's got a little Zolo in him. Just and a his touch. legs are a little extra long. Yeah. 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 He's a little. It'd be little hard special. for him to be much Zolo because he's so tiny. He's very tiny. And they're big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So the. I, I learned a lot. I, I knew a little bit about axolotls, just that I had picked up because I think they're really fucking cool. Yeah. Um. And so I'd like one of those animals you like casually Google. Exactly. Once or yeah. Exactly. And like seen in in stores and been like, oh, like what is it? Interesting. Right. Because you look at it and you're like, yeah. it's not a fish. Right. Right. So, what is it? Exactly. Yes. And there's um there are a couple of axolotls that have been at OMSI in Oregon for mm-hmm. years. The Oregon Science of uh, or the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, mm-hmm. which is like my favorite place in Oregon. Besides Oregon Zoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I've, I've always known about them, but I don't really know about them. Right. So one of the things that I didn't really know until I started in-depth researching them was exactly what the hell they are. Right. We're just yeah. like, yeah, it's an animal lives in the water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of animal? I don't know. So like, it doesn't I look like a fish. I think it's a fish. It's got legs. Right. But they don't seem to do much. Right. And <laughs> I, I would not have guessed what it actually is. But once I found out, I was like, oh, fuck. So is it indeed a salamander? It is a salamander. Okay. Okay. So it's an immature form of a salamander. Okay. So most axolotls never actually reach full maturity. Okay. Yep. You, so, like... They just, like, stay teenagers forever. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right, because they can procreate. Okay, okay. Right? So they're kind of like Pokemon, in that, like, in that they can, like, level up, right? What is it called when a Pokemon... Evolve. Yeah, they can evolve, but they don't always evolve to their highest level. Yes. Yes. They almost always evolve past the baby stage. Yeah. But, like, some of them want to stay Pikachus, okay? Exactly. They don't want to go up to Raichus. Yes. Like, Raichu. Right, right. I, I don't know. Raichu. Tell us what it Pokemon is. Pokemon fans, please don't come at me <laughs> unless it's with kindness. <laughs> Treat us with kindness, Pokemon <laughs> fans. Um, yeah, so that's cool. And the, the thing about the mature form is that, like, scientists know how to force them to take on the, their mature form. Okay. But it's super stressful for them. Yeah. And often can kill them. So actually literally like Pokemon. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, actually axolotl aren't yeah. salamanders. They're just Pokemon. And if you're being a really good Pokemon trainer, you will not force your axolotl to level up. Yeah. Yeah. Be an ash. Yeah. Be an ash catcher. Exactly. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so <laughs> so they are amphibians, okay. and they're carnivorous amphibians, and their average lifespan in captivity, there was a little bit of discussion about this, but in general, most people agreed that they live 10 to 15 years. Okay. Some can live a little bit older. I think the oldest recorded one in captivity was about 25 years, but the, the average is 10 to 15. That's quite a discrepancy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's also some weird discrepancies with their sizes because they can get up to 12 inches long, but most of them average about 6 to 8 inches max. Right? Yeah, that's pretty, that's a a pretty big, I mean, that's half a, half a difference. Yes, half, half the size. Well, and then there were, there have been some recorded examples of some of them getting up to 19 inches. Holy guacamole! Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's part of the the um, transition to maturity. 
that a lot of them yeah. you know, don't get to that point and that's fine and good and healthier for them. But then a couple of them like <laughs> yeah, got there get, and that's why they're so big. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's I I mean that's just my guess. I don't have any data to back that up. It would make sense to me though. Yeah. Especially since we're talking about like complex. Yeah. What the heck? Complex issues. Yeah. They weigh about 2 to 8 ounces to preteen tiny. Yeah. Yep. And they do yeah. have legs and a tail, and it's adorable. Two to eight ounces, though. That can mm-hmm. be pretty big. Cause, um, right. Because Mello, as a large leopard gecko, was still only about three ounces. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I think that's probably, like, the 12-inch ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are those bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. With up to eight ounces. Exactly. But most of them are. Most of them a, are probably, Slightly like larger than a leopard gecko. Yeah. 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 That seems right. Like the size of a super giant. Yeah. We relate things to leopard geckos here a lot. It is one of our most... You know, it's fami- one of We our... are most familiar yeah. with leopard They're geckos. They're go-tos. And I think most of our listeners are, too. I think we I did a good job so. teaching them. Yeah, we did. And also, they did a good job teaching us. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> so, the there's an actual name for that um, characteristic of stain in their, their immature form. Okay. It's called... Um, I probably will mispronounce this because... Is it Latin? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's Latin. I, I don't know. Neoteny? Neonady? Neoteny? N-E-O-T-E-N-Y. Anyway. Neoteny. There we go. Yeah, we'll just call it Neoteny. Uh, which means that it keeps its tadpole-like dorsal fin, which runs almost the entire length of its body, mm-hmm. and its external feathery gills, which protrude from around the side of its head That's like a what frill. That's weird little cuteness. Yes. Yeah. Well, that and their faces. Yeah, their they're really faces spread out, little so sal- like they're little cute. salamander smiles. And they, yeah, they look like happy little aliens. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And. By the way, we've been talking about axolotls now for like a solid 10 minutes. Yeah. If you haven't ever seen one, you should be Googling Oh my, unless you're driving. Yes. If you're driving, don't Google. Wait till you get home. As soon as you get home or get to work or get wherever you're going, pull out that phone and and search axolotl. We gave you the spelling. You can spell it and look at these cuties because they are without a doubt one of the cutest weird looking animals. They're so freaking cool. Because... You know, you have animals that are just, like, flat-out cute. Like, yes. anything baby and fluffy. Yeah. Like, look at it, and you'll just scream from the I, cuteness. I have never seen a plush axolotl. Yeah. And people are hugely missing out on a marketing opportunity. Right? If I could design plush stuffies, yeah. I'd be on it. It would be but adorable. But, like, that's one thing I just can't do. I've done plush stuffies before. But an axolotl? Not well, though. Like, that's a <laughs> yeah, challenge. That would be challenging. Crafty people. <laughs> get on it yes you know what it would be really cool crocheted i think yeah because you could do the frayed yarn yes or felted yeah i think it would look really good that way gatsby don't we would like to add a stuffed axolotl to our mola mola on the shelf yes please make one yes we have a mola mola and an octopus we're getting there so yeah yeah and we've got plenty of sloth around why don't we have, have like owls we need to have a critter cast shelf actually with little figurines oh my gosh each of our animals that we talk life about. Life goal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. New life goal. Yeah. So we we do know where axolotls come from. Unfortunately, they come from just one lake. What? Yeah. That's wild. I know. I had but no we're idea. we're breeding them in captivity. We are. And okay. in fact, the majority. I was majority, like, that's how they're coming. Yeah. The majority of um, like their population in the world right now is captive, captive bred. Mm-hmm. Because the the lake happens to be smack dab in the middle of Mexico City, and that's part of why, in fact, Mexico City was founded there was because of this lake that had this incredibly complex system of of like canals and little like um, offshoots, mm-hmm. and so it was a really fertile land. Uh, so when um, when they got there, they were like, oh, this would be a wonderful place to build a city. Also clearly a portal to the underworld. Well, yeah, there was a sign from the gods. Yeah. Um, with uh, a, an eagle picking up a snake, something like that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and so... It's on their flag. Yes. And so <laughs> they said, yes, this... It must be here. Yeah. And it just so happened that that's the only place in the world the axolotls come from. That's... Isn't that Wild. crazy? I mean, it's good to know that we can Thank very you. successfully breed them in captivity, though. Yes. Because they're not Thank very God. hard to find as pets. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. They're not commonly kept pets. Yeah. 
But please, 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 if you want one as a pet, make sure the one you're getting is captive bred. Yeah, Yeah. it's most likely is, but like double check. Just double check. And as with all reptiles, make sure it's captive bred. Yes. Reptiles, exotics, amphibians. Yep. Because frogs are amphibians and we talk about them too, so. Yes, true, true. So, yeah, so that's pretty crazy. And the they've had a serious population decline because, of course, um, this lake's right in the middle of a, city. a giant fucking city. Right. Um, that and probably started really, as a tiny village and right. is now a hustling, bustling metropolis. Right, right. That's a, got a very booming economy and is, is growing and building very quickly. So a lot of the... Um, a lot of the tributaries and a lot of the, the parts of the lake have um, have been diverted. A lot of them no longer exist. And then there's been a lot of pollution, too. Yeah. So it's it's not a great place for them to continue on. But luckily, they are very, oh, yes, baby, I'll pick you up. Okay, come here. Okay, come here. Oh, that's a good girl. Um, luckily, they are very, very popular for both pets and also for research purposes interesting yeah so we'll get into that next but i wanted to tell you the name of the lake where they come from because i i watched literally five videos so i could figure out how to pronounce this lake okay i'm probably still gonna were they like the three second videos that were literally just word pronunciation or like no okay no they were serious like like history of this lake of this lake okay okay ready go for it Sochi Milko. Milko. Sochi Milko. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, that lake. Um, do you want to hear more about axolotls first, or do you want to hear more about like the reason they're so popular for research? Mm, let's know more about them. First. Okay. Sounds that good. might lead us nicely into Yeah, it probably into will. why they're popular. Or maybe I'll even be able to guess why. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you will, because it's it's something pretty standard to yeah. that type of animal but they they just carry it super extra nice so they're close relatives of the tiger salamander and they can be as we already talked about quite large okay. although usually they stay just about six inches yeah um they typically come if you get them especially from from the lake directly or from the canals you're usually going to find them a black or a mottled brown but albino and white leucistic varieties have been bred and those are i would say probably the most popular those are they're probably the most popular but they're not actually the most common Hmm. yeah the most common are the the black or the mottled brown Mm -hmm. yeah but like the cute ones you see posted everywhere are always the white or albino ones exactly and the white ones are leucistic, as we've talked about before. And all of them come from a mutant male that was shipped to Paris in 1863. And they were specifically bred to be white with black or, or slightly blue to black eyes, which is different from albinos, which generally have red eyes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, the really silly little branches that come off of their Their head, little faces. Their cute little faces. Those are, as we've said, their gills, their um, their filaments that are attached to long gills that allow them to increase the surface area for more effective gas exchange. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the, that's kind of what the inside of your lungs looks like. Totally. They branch off into, yeah. into little branches like that. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, they have them on the outside of their heads like a crown for right. no reason. Why not? I it's mean, adorable. for reasons, but like. It's adorable. <laughs> I don't think I want to wear my lungs as a crown, though. Well, we also don't live in the water. So, True. you know, there's a lot of things that, yeah. uh, that what's the word I'm looking for? Marine animals do yeah. that we would not want to do. <laughs> Including their diet. Oh, well, so now earlier you said carnivorous, and yeah. I had a thought in that it's so funny when we say the word carnivorous, we know what it means. It yeah. means that they eat things based out of other animals they eat animal-based material instead of plant-based material but like when you say carnivorous yeah they eat humans (laughs) well (laughs) i don't i don't think humans you just think like you know snarling teeth hunting predator right Yes, you they don't are. think like they are predators. Tiny little, and like obviously, I all, my reptiles are carnivores too, and yet yeah. I don't think of them as like right as carnivores, right? But they are. Well, 
Poppy, come jump up. So do they do they ferociously eat <laughs> yes. they slugs? I feel like they'd eat slugs. I mean, they eat basically anything that they can get a hold of in the water. Right? Yeah. And like there's plenty of slugs living in the lake. Yep. Yep. Uh, the majority of their diet is mollusks, worms, mm-hmm. insect larvae, crustaceans, mm-hmm. and sometimes fish. Yeah. If the fish are small enough. Right, because they're pretty yeah. little creatures. Yeah. In that if they had like a fish that was way too big, they'd just be like, yeah. don't bother me, I won't try to eat yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And that's another reason that they're not doing great in the wild anymore is because a lot of invasive species have been introduced to that lake. Okay. So they used to be one of the top predators in that lake. Right. And now there's um, there's fish in there that are much bigger. There's carp in there. And that, so those like, things will eat them. the heck out of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they're eggs, Carp too. are a thing, man. Like, right. carp are intense. And they'll eat the eggs. And so one, one carp could easily take out an entire, like... Future line of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just yeah. in one one quick meal. Why are we introducing like fish into this lake? Oh, that's a whole just other a whole thing. Yeah, whole other. Thing. I never really understood why, invasive like, species. Not in you know I understand in how that. it happens unintentionally right. when like people bring animals over for other reasons and yeah. then you know obviously sometimes they get out and then they start breeding right. and all of a sudden decades later you have invasive species but i don't understand why people intentionally introduce animals into the wild for no other purpose i mean like usually there's some other purpose but then like like the cane toads we talked about that's right it totally backfires right and they're like oh i should have thought about the consequences they didn't think about the implications (laughs) (laughs) exactly So what if the world were a musical. People <laughs> didn't think about the implications. They didn't think about them. Nope. So they are pretty popular in the aquarium trade. They also are pretty popular in menus. Ooh. I know. Where though? They make really good tacos, apparently. Oh. Well. I mean, where they're from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they taste kind of like um, it said whitefish with a crunch. Gross. Yeah. I don't really like whitefish anyway. I'm sure it would be amazingly tasty, but I don't, I don't I, think I could I'm eat them. I'm not a huge fish person, so I don't think I would like it that much. I, I think I probably would like it, but I'm not going to do it, though. Um, and, of course, now that the species is shrinking in size, it's considered a delicacy. Yeah. But. I still, like, I can't get past this idea. This is the first critter we've talked about yeah. that just has the tiniest little like place of origin right and it's not even just I a know. place of origin it's like they're just it's not even that's where they started it's just that's it for yeah. in the wild yeah unless they're living in someone's home it. or a breeding facility yeah. like they have not that's been reintroduced it. anywhere else they didn't originate anywhere else it's just there well it would probably be cruel to try and just like mm. pop them in another body of water I, because I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be the same yeah Unless you were breeding them to yeah. succeed in that type of water. Right. And anytime you introduce an invasive species, there can be uh-huh. unintended consequences. Right. <laughs> we're not trying to kill off all of the other smaller right. critters. Right. Oh, bufo bufo. <laughs> so, um, they are, there are measures that are being taken to try to help them preserve some of their natural habitat. Okay. Um, researchers have built shelters made from reeds and walks, uh, rocks. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing good today. They're just putting walks in They're the water. They're just, yeah. <laughs> they take them for walks. <laughs> on little slippery uh, slip leads. Yeah, exactly. They they just pull a whole little little bowl of water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, put them in a little cart. Mm-hmm. It's like, perfect. It's like it's those adorable. little portable shopping carts that little ladies use for mm-hmm. their groceries, yeah. but it's actually filled with water, and there's just a bunch of axolotls going on in Exactly. Adventure. Yes, it's totally normal. You will see it anytime you go to Mexico City. <laughs> Challenge us, I dare you. Yeah, prove us wrong. <laughs> Go to Mexico City. <laughs> Take pictures. The most expensive bet. <laughs> uh, okay, made out of reeds and rocks to filter the water and create a more desirable living space. Unfortunately, it's not working yet. The numbers are still continuing to decline. There were about 6,000 wild axolotls documented in 1998. Yeah. But today, researchers, um, I, I guess the number... In a more recent survey, was something like um, where it used to be like you would you would find um, a thousand in a year, you would now find like a hundred in a year. Wow! Yeah, that's a decrease. Yeah, like a significant decrease. Yeah, it's pretty pretty sad. 
So for a brief amount of time in 2014, biologists actually failed to find any single axolotls in the wild. Wow. And it, yeah, it was it was pretty bad because people thought, oh, that's, that's it. it, they're gone. Yeah. But luckily, some have been found since then. Okay. Oof. How yeah. long do they live? Fifteen. Well, oh, we talked about, about that. fifteen we did talk years. About that. Yeah. We talked about captivity, though, huh? We yeah. didn't talk about wild. Yeah, and it's that number. I think it'd be too hard to. Foom 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 foom. Because like you can't get you can't tag them like you can right. larger marine animals. Right. So you're just kind of like. Yeah. Well, they have a really soft skin. They're they're salamanders, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're they're really softly skinned it would be really difficult i think to yeah. tag them successfully yeah because with fish and other like schooled creatures they usually take a sampling right. size and then just like guesstimate yeah but since they only live in the one lake Wait, right. you can't really guesstimate right because you're like they're solitary they don't live in schools they're not communal okay they they prefer to be more individuals off on their own i mean that's not great for survival so maybe they should take advice from other creatures yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. adapt like, not live alone <laughs> but I guess their adaption was like, I'm cute and humans will at least preserve my species in some way. Yeah. Even if I can't live in this lake, my species will live on (laughs) living in tanks in people's homes. Yep. Success. If that's success for them, whatever. (laughs) Hey, that's how dogs did it. It worked for them. Yep. Cats, basically. A little, little different approach, but pretty you similar outcome. You cute as heck, Gatsby. He is. He's very cute. You're looking cute. He's hella cute. No. <laughs> I will. As with any vertebrate, the body of an axolotl is built around a skeleton, but there's a little difference here because in even in fully grown uh, axolotls, they aren't, that skeleton isn't completely bony. So the wrists, the ankles, and particularly the support system for the gills are all composed of cartilage. Okay. So they're kind of like, they're firm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like our ears. But rubbery. Like, they're firm, but... They're like silicone. Yeah. yeah. Like fake boobs. Yeah. Yeah, they're like fake boobs. <laughs> exactly. Their their spinal system is pretty cool because the number of vertebrae that they have varies. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by si- is it by size? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they stack on as they get bigger. Yeah, I, That's I would a assume weird idea. so. But it's kind of like the length thing, right? Yeah. And the size thing. like It's all very odd. Yeah. Like, maybe there are, like, slight, like, tiny subspecies even that we're not considering. I, I don't it know. It could be. It could be. Yeah. They look physically, like, the same, though. So and they only hard. breed with each other. They don't and breed with other salamanders. And they're all living in the same place, so why would they right. end up as subspecies? Right. But it could be like a like, like a different thing, you know? Right. Or it could be like different levels of, of maturation or True, that's true. Or different like levels of hormones in their area of the lake because it's all different like canals and stuff. True. So I don't it, know, dude. Strange though. A little strange. Strange little alien creatures. Yep. So they have an average number of fifty, um, with thirty to thirty five vertebrae being in the tail region. Which, yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. They are mostly tail. Yes. Tail slash body. Yeah. 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 But there's not really a clear distinction between it's tail funny. and it's body. It's funny because when I think of an axolotl, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. much like, it's, I mean, basically it's like a head and a tail with legs. It's a tadpole. Yeah, with legs. Yes. With tiny exactly. little legs. Exactly. Because tadpoles a lot of times yep. don't have legs yet. Right. It's like a juvenile tadpole. Yeah. Yeah. They're In like, transition I'm phase. almost a frog. But no. Never going to get there. Never going to do it. <laughs> yep. Because I don't think I've ever seen a tadpole salamander. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a baby salamander. Right. Because they grow up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you know what yeah. baby animals look like. Yeah, and yeah. I just, I feel like I've never bothered to I mean, take I know a look what at baby, baby salamanders look like. So I would assume, I don't know. We got to Google that shit. I know. Yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Good. You're, you're on it. You do that. But I'm still listening. Okay. Keep so they have the facts. they have a really powerful musculature, which you can tell if you watch videos of them or if you go observe them. They move around really. They're like little acrobats. It's fucking adorable. Um, they have four limbs controlled by specialized muscle groups. Yeah. Internally, they're similar to any other salamander, uh, they're con- uh, or to any other carnivorous amphibian in principle, except that they have very rudimentary lungs. Which makes sense because they don't need their lungs. There you go. It does look like a tiny exactly colored axolotl. Like. Yeah. But it see it doesn't have the back legs yet. Yeah. It just has that's kind of worse. Yeah. 
For those, I'll, I'll post a picture. I'm looking at a yellow spotted salamander baby. And it has the, the little crown of, of fibers. Yeah. Fibrous branches. Um, and it's yellow. And then it just has just front legs. Yeah. No back legs. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I think an axolotl is, it, it froze itself in a much cuter state. Yes. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so they have a large gaping mouth with fine teeth on both the upper and lower jaw. They have a very thick tongue that's fixed as the tongues are in fishes. Each side of the head is adorned with their permanent feathery gills mm-hmm. that allow the axolotls to efficiently extract oxygen while living under the water because they live, even though they're amphibians, and that name implies that they lead that double life, right? Yeah. No. Not these guys. Not these guys. They don't live a double life. No, they live because only they a water life. Because they didn't grow up. Yes. And if they did Oh my God, up, they're Peter Pan. <laughs> they didn't want to grow up, so they just stayed in the lake. They're little lost it's never, boys. never, never, never lake. Never, never lake. Yes. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, what did you look at now? I just Googled a picture of axolotls so I could enjoy their cuteness as uh-huh. we talk about them. And there's like creepy human... Oh, no. And they're naked. Oh, <laughs> Like an axolotl costume? Cosplay an like axolotl? I'm not, I'm not even opening it. Pass. Because I don't, like, <laughs> I, I don't need to see the big version. Oh, my. I'm just going to, so here's the thing. Yeah. Is that the leucistic and, and yeah. albino ones yeah. are way cuter than the natural yes. colored brown ones. It's the eyes. Yeah. The eyes well, on the brown ones are. And facial features so much better. Like, extra creepy. Like, that's not cute. Oh, I don't think they're creepy. I just, I, I think you can't see the eyes and the smile as well on the darker ones. This one you can. Yeah, that one's pretty This looks cute. like no face. Yeah, it does. In the shape of its body. Yep. It looks like no face. Yep. No face is kind of frog-like. Yeah, totally. It's kind of axolotl-like, Oh my god. Actually. Maybe that's what no face is. Without no the face frills. No face is a weird axolotl. Yeah. With mm-hmm. a mask. Yeah. It's an odd thing. Hey, do you want to hear how they reproduce? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you do. Like, you said it in a weird way, but, like, I it's feel fun. like, yes, I want to know. Let's talk about their sex lives. Oh, God. Let's talk about get way too excited teenage about this sex lives. <laughs> Creepy! You didn't need to go there. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, so the male axolotl matures, quote, unquote, it matures yeah. as an axolotl. Yes. Between 6 and 12 months of age. Okay. Females, weirdly tend to mature a little later. So okay. this is like some of those ones that we've talked about where yeah. they get like a little extra time yeah. to not have to... Like be around the immature males. Right, males. right. Um, in the wild, the breeding season is from December to June, which is probably controlled by temperature and resources availability, right? right. Uh, so to reproduce, the male will deposit a small packet of sperm. Okay. About 25 sperm. Okay. No, I'm sorry, about 25 packets per night. Oh, Yes. And then and then they'll go and find their girlfriend and be like, oh, hey, could you come over here for a little bit? Like, right here? Why like, could, right here? Why couldn't they go to them? <laughs> and then the, the female may pick up several of those sperm packets, or they may not pick up any. And then later they lay the eggs um, about 25 hours or 24 hours later. And they may or may not be fertilized. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there can be anywhere between 300 to 1,000 eggs in one spawning. Uh-huh. Each egg has a gelatinous coat that will help it stick to plants, sticks, and other items. So you'll have just like a little sticky cluster of eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the embryo will develop inside the egg and transform into a larva. And it takes about two weeks for the larva to develop small feathery gills, their front legs, and a long tail. And then two more weeks, it develops the hind legs. And is basically, even though it's still in the egg sac, ready to go. an axolotl. Just like a tiny axolotl. Yeah. Exactly. That's odd then, because like right? we're talking, usually salamanders would be hatched. Yeah. And then do all that growth. Yes. Nah, these guys are like, yep. I'm really committed to the whole not going to grow up I'm thing. I'm just going to so be an I'm axolotl. So I'm just going to be born yeah. to be this. And I'm just going to get bigger, but, like, this is it. This is who I'm meant to be. <laughs> I have found my purpose in life. It is to be this an axolotl. That's, could you imagine if, like, humans were born that way? Oh, no, thank you. We were, like, born as, <laughs> and they were just small versions wait, wait, of wait. who they were going to be? So you just have to lay eggs, and then that's it? <laughs> Down. We already have to do that. Down Sucks, for that. but, like, I can do it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I wish. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so pretty cool. 
That's so odd. Right? What weird little critters. They're so But, like, not in a creepy way. No. Just and not in a scary very... way. Just, like, an interesting... Odd little ducks. Yeah. yeah. Little yep. babies. They are pretty solitary, and they're usually most active during the day. They, All right. They do communicate with other axolotls. It's not through dance, huh? It's, um, mostly not. Sad. So they, they will give each other visual cues. Okay. Or chemical cues that they use during mating. Oh. Yeah. They can also detect electrical fields to investigate their environment and to discover prey. Oh. Fucking aliens, man. Yeah. Yeah. They totally are. I know. They're awesome. It's like echolocation on a whole nother level. Right? Yes. They're like, what sort of electrical fields do you emit? Yep. Yep. Exactly. They're, they just, they are the cell phones. Oh my gosh. So odd. They're adorable little living. Robot aliens. Water cell phones. <laughs> Oh, Robot they are alien too many things. water dogs. Like, they're really just Pokemon, and like you can't. I think they really are. They Pokemon. don't operate on the same playing field that we do. Yeah, it's a similar world to our world, but it's not our world. Yeah, they're in a slightly different dimension. Yeah, but it overlaps. But it's with not. Ours. Yeah, and it's not a scary dimension like the Upside Down. No. Yeah, it's just it's a slightly cuter dimension. Yeah, right. Where things don't really function. By our like they, physics. They, they literally are just like, we don't have to follow the rules. Yeah. All y'all growing up looking ugly, no thanks. Whatever. I'm going to stay at my cutest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just easy to live this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in the 1800s, they came to the attention of scientists in Paris. Okay. Because of their regenerative capabilities. Okay, and that meaning that they can regrow. Yes. Parts of them. Yes. What parts of them? Almost every part of them. That's too much. Yes. So this is what I was talking, hinting about before. Mm -hmm. That this is something that we've come across before, these regenerative properties. Right. Geckos can regrow. Yes. Some geckos can regrow their tails. Mm -hmm. We talked about cephalopods. Some cephalopods can regrow things. Yep. Very impressive. Yep. These guys take it to a whole other level. And so scientists have been researching them since the 1800s trying to figure out how their cells regenerate so much. Yeah. And we know we know kind of how. We don't know, like, the, the full, absolute, like, apparatus for it. Mm-hmm. But we know what the cells are doing. Mm-hmm. And they were hoping that they'd be able to use it to help, like, simulate regeneration for, like, lost limbs or things like that in humans. Yeah. But their cells just basically function different than our cells do. Pokemon. Yeah. Literal Pokemon. Yeah. Literal. They are just not the same. Different dimension. Like, they look like what we have. Yeah. But they are not. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, they, they're one of the most widely spread um, animals in in a laboratory, most widely studied, because um, they're studied for implications in embryology, neurobiology, regeneration, like aging sciences, everything. Is studying right these because guys. they are so odd. Yeah, that and they're also like, like you never know what you might be able to find out. Yes, from unique creatures. And like they're that. super easy to take care of, mm-hmm. especially in a lab. Yeah, right. Like yeah, you tanks. can keep them alive, <laughs> and you could keep them in the same tank as yep. long as they have enough space to do their yep. own thing. Yep, they're not going to attack each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And they um they have a bunch of them, and it's you know it's not yeah. that difficult. Um. They're also super popular in the pet trade because we think they're cool. And cute. Understandably. Yeah. And they're not super difficult to have as a pet either. Right. So they're inexpensive. Their care needs are not that much more than other types of amphibious. The only thing is you have to be ready to keep them in water their entire life, which is right. a little wonky. Right. But You're cool. Like, it's like a fish, but it's more intense than a fish. Yeah. Kind of like a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Like an aquatic turtle. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, so super neat. They are tame in nature, so if, like, if you found one wild-caught, like, they wouldn't bite you or anything. They'd just yeah. be like, oh, hey, what's the what's You could doing? go herping and be like, oh, look. Yeah. You shouldn't pick them up, though, because their skin is super delicate. So right. it's, again, kind of like a frog. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could just mm, take a picture. Stick yes. your underwater camera down yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get your picture. It wouldn't run away scared. It would just be like, Hey, Chill. I'm adorable. I'll smile for you. Yeah. Peace. Mm-hmm. I want to go swimming with axolotls. Oh, my God. That cute. should be a thing. Wouldn't that be cute? Yes. 
Wow. There's already so much disturbing there. <sighs> One natural habitat, though. <laughs> I know. It shouldn't be a thing. It would have to be a captivity thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. Somebody um, just build me a pond. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Let me dive and stock with the it axolotls. with axolotls. <laughs> Um, they're delicate, soft-bodied amphibians with a permeable skin, so that's why you don't want to pick them up, right? Yeah. Um, Just like with our frog and toad friends, they they yeah. absorb things through their skin, so yes. please don't yes. introduce yeah. your toxins to their bodies. Exactly. Also, if you're interested in getting one as a pet, like I said, they're not too, they're pretty common to find. You yeah. can probably find them um, for not too expensive, like two to three hundred dollars. Um and the, the care and requirements aren't that difficult. They don't need a super huge tank. Yeah. And they can learn how to, like, interact with you. Yeah. Which is super adorable. But. <laughs> that's also super adorable. It's just a head oh, coming yes. out of my feet. That's very cute. The problem is that they're not legal everywhere. Okay. Including California. Oh. I know. Are they not? I'm very disappointed in that information. I mean, I wasn't really planning on getting one anyway because we don't really have room for more No, not at this water point. Tanks. But I was kind of thinking, like, long term, I would kind of love to have an axolotl. Are they are they legal in Oregon? They are. You just move back to Oregon. Yes. I'll just take my one whole day. job. Like, when I retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get yourself an yeah. axolotl. That'll be my retirement present for myself. Woohoo! Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> Yes. Don't give up hope, friend. I follow so many axolotls on Instagram. I know. <laughs> because we share yes. a CritterCast Instagram. Yes. I mean, I have other Instagrams, too. So I just go, depending on what my mood is. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a reptile or, like, other critter mood, I'm yeah. on CritterCast. Yeah. If I'm in, like, I want to know what's up with my friends, I go to my personal one. Right. I want to see only chihuahuas, I go to Tinkerbell and Roos. Oh, right. Tinkaroo123, in case you're interested. Right, right. Uh, because it's, like, most... There's a couple dachshunds in there, too, but it's mostly chihuahuas. Because yeah. there's so many great chihuahua Instagrams. They're so cute. Like, Oscar the... The and then if I want to see oh, Oscar the Blue Chihuahua, blue Chihuahua. Yeah. yeah, he's one of my faves, but there's yeah. also like House of Chihuahuas. Oh, yeah. And Nile the Chihuahua. Yep. And like, yep. freaking adorable. Yeah, they're adorable. Uh, and then if I want to see like all animals, then I go to the Yolo County yeah. SPCA Instagram. Oh, right. Because like, yes. lots of animals. Yeah. But yeah, so my favorite axolotl on Instagram is Gary the Axolotl. His name is Gary. His name is Gary. Is he named after the SpongeBob character? Maybe. I don't know. He should be. He, I think he is. And he, he interacts with his his owner, and it's very, very cute. That's adorable. It's precious. You wish you could do more with props with them, though, but it's so hard oh dealing with water. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep. They don't need props. They got their cute faces. Okay, I want to tell you about all the things that they can regenerate. Okay. Do you want to hear about literally everything they can regenerate? It's probably shorter to tell me what just what they can't. They can't regenerate their entire head. Yeah. If they lose their whole head, they can't regenerate it. So vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they can't them. regenerate their entire heart. Fair. But you keep saying entire here. Yes, I do. Those do are key terms. Do you mean terms. that if like some animal came over and just like took a bite out of its yeah. head, it could survive that? It can regenerate the front lobe of its brain. Okay. So mm -hmm. depending on what part of the head they yep. took a munch out of. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it can regenerate one-third of its heart, which is crazy. No other animal can, can exist with damage to the heart. Exactly. Because it's, yes. it's not even the fact that, like, yeah, that's amazing that they can regrow yeah. heart tissue, but that they can survive with only two-thirds of their heart functional. Right. Right. Also, can we talk about, like, what it would take to damage two-thirds of a heart? Well, I mean, here's the thing that we get to where I'm like, mm. A little bit sad because I get that this is important research and all, but also, are we doing this to them to yeah. find it out? Yeah, mm. that's how the research. That's happens. yucky. Because I'm like, that doesn't just happen. Like the yeah. head thing, I could understand. Like there's predators in right. their lake and things right. happen, but like your heart. Right. Uh, most of the research now is on like their genetics and their cell that's biology better. and things like that. Because yeah. we started what we started researching on them in the 1800s. 1800s. Back when everyone was like, I yep. don't really care. Animals are vivisection. Yay! Yeah, we don't do that anymore. No. Well, well, that's not true. Right. We try to be smarter and kinder. Yeah. But not yeah. everybody's on the same page. We have mapped their entire genome, which is super cool. Mm. So that means that we can learn a lot more about. Everything. All the possibilities <laughs> all of, of their, all their genetics. Yeah, where their DNA is, how it interacts with other bits and pieces of their DNA, how it's expressed, all that fun, cool stuff. So that's neat. And we've also learned, like, how they regenerate this amazingly. I mean, 
They're cells, just... They're Time Lords! No. I'm pretty sure this is how Time Lords regenerate, though. So, in for us, if I were to... Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to cut off my pinky, right? Like, I get... In an accident. In some sort of an accident. Or I'm, you just like, are clumsy. sawing or something. I don't know. <laughs> Normal things I do. <laughs> and I cut off my pinky finger. Yes. The, the thing that happens is that I grow scar tissue. And right. it closes... The, my, my cells close up that gaping wound. Right. So that I don't get Your infected. Your cells aren't smart enough to be like, let's rebuild that bone right. and skin. <laughs> they just are like, oh, we better stop that bleeding. Yeah, yeah. Let's cover that up. Clot up, build up yep. scar tissue. Yeah. So get then I have scar tissue and I have no pinky. Yes. For an axolotl, if you cut off their pinky, what happens is that the cells in that pinky near the wound turn into stem cells. Okay. And begin to regrow into the types of cells that they need to be in to order regrow. to recreate yeah. that pinky. For those that don't know, stem cells are super special cells that mm-hmm. can change into any kind of cell. Yep, exactly. But it's un- it's unheard of in a yes. many species for cells that were other cells yes. to turn into stem and cells. And that's what haps- happens in an axolotl. That's insane. And now I understand like, time We have some stem cells. Yes. yes. Humans have stem cells too. Right. We do a lot of stem cell research because they're such amazing cells. Yeah. But like once a stem cell has made a decision to be something, that's it. So my question is maybe just all of their cells are stem cells. The research said... They turn into stem cells. But who's to say that they weren't stem cells in the beginning that turned into those? Totally. And that's the research that they're doing now is like, how do these cells function? Because they are not like our cells. (laughs) Not all of our cells. Which is crazy because we talk about cells as being like the basis of everything. Right. You're like, so you've got, you've got what's the word atoms right mm-hmm. which right. of course like atoms are identical no matter yep. what it, what kind of atom it's from right. like that's what it is but we talk about like plant cells mm-hmm. and animal cells yep and they should be yeah but and then not. like bacteria cells those right. are your three things right and they should have animal cells and they do but they're not They're just different animals. They're like, look at a microscope and they're like, this looks like an animal cell. They just function differently than our cells. Crazy. So this is why I was saying like, they're... But are the mitochondria still the powerhouse of their cells? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The mitochondria is always the powerhouse of the cell. That's all you learn. Except for the midichlorians. You were were taught in in America. Yep. That's (laughs) That's that's all you know. So that's what the majority of the research is on now is looking to figure out like, okay, how the heck does that happen? But that's also why people are like, we don't really know what implications this could have for human like regeneration because our cells just don't Don't act that way. Yeah. Yeah, So So it's not like we could trigger this to happen in a human because definitely not at this point. It wouldn't happen. Right. Right. You would just be like, um, Right. We would have to learn how still have to a, make our cells function differently. You're like, I still have a... I still have scar tissue. still have no pinky. I just have scar tissue. Yeah. You just, you cut off my pinky and it's still just... It's still just it's not gone. a pinky. It's yeah. still just not Exactly. <laughs> you said, yep. this is... No. Yeah. Like, so that's why axolotls can regrow a third of their heart, a half of their brain. And basically anything Their entire else. spine... You can crush their entire fucking spine, and they can regenerate it. No wonder they have, like, nice long lifespans. Right? Like, break a bone, whatever. It's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They are Time Lords. Yeah. Well, we were saying they were aliens. Yes. Yeah. Now we just know what type of aliens they are. What if actually, like, that's the final regeneration of a Time Lord, is to just regenerate as an axolotl? I would be here for that. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, uh, forget being in a human body. Yeah. I'm, I'm yep. going to be an axolotl. Yep. You can even, and I find this really crazy, you yes, can, baby. like, crushing their spine and rebuilding it seems crazy enough, but you can take a piece of their spine out. And they would, would they regenerate it? Yep. Or would they just be like, ah, oh, cool. No, they'd it. regenerate it. That's quite Right? Oh. Yeah. I'm so, so confused by these animals. So amazing. So, Yeah. Um, one of the, 
one of the senior authors in a Salk Institute for Biological Sciences um, or for Biological Studies paper that looks into um, how regeneration works. Uh, th th it was published in 2012. And the senior author, Tony Hunter, says that it's really important for us to understand how regener regeneration works at a molecular level in a vertebrate that can regenerate as a first step. So that's what they're focusing on now. Got it. And then what we learned may eventually lead to new methods for treating human conditions such as wound healing and regeneration of simple tissues. But, like, yeah, it's going to be a little while. Yeah. It's going to be and a And their goal isn't even, like, no. limb regeneration. No. no. They're just like, if we just learn how to, like, fix up our bodies yeah, like a little better, better and faster yeah that'd be great i mean i'm assuming that the next thing is going to be a human axolotl hybrid oh, oh. <laughs> like we just saw when we accidentally googled <laughs> <laughs> don't do it don't do it don't google human axolotl i guarantee those pictures will come up yeah uh, if they just they were just like you know what Fuck the implications. <laughs> yeah. And they just, like, inserted axolotl DNA. Right? It's like Jurassic World. Yes. Only way better than frog DNA. It's axolotl it's DNA. axolotl why, DNA. Why didn't they... Why wasn't that part of the plot? Because nobody like, knew. On Jurassic they know World. know how cool axolotls They should have known. Because then you could cut off... You could cut off a fucking velociraptor's arm. Yeah. And it grows right the fuck back. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And you can crush it underneath a rock. This has got to be the plot of the next Jurassic World, well, right? Well, there's a third one, right? Yeah. Because they're it's, doing it okay, just like they clearly did. Clearly this is what's going to happen. I didn't even see the second one, but everyone said it was really bad. Either. Yeah. It was kind of sad. Yeah. Because I wanted to root for I them. Know. We'll still see it. I mean. Eventually. We're just going to watch it for it. free. Yeah. Yeah. Not going <sighs> to. Not going to watch it. Like. No. I'm not going to pay for that. No. Nah. So axolotls. That is so fascinating. Right? And it felt like we talked for a really long time, but we didn't actually. Oh. This is one of our shortest episodes. What? Weird. Right? Hour and 15 minutes and at least 12 minutes that was pre-chat. Okay. Okay. Right? All right. Then we did good. I feel like I threw a ton of information at you. It was, but it, it's not like we went into like a, a ton of depth, right. which I think is fine. Right. I think it's fine. And plus also this whole time I've just been like, was this a mistake having my snake here? But it's been <laughs> You're okay. you a lot of managing. It's been good. <laughs> and it gave me something to do with my hands to yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my. That's Gatsby's oh go-to move. It's just his. Yep. It gives you plenty of warning that he's yeah. about to touch something he's not supposed to touch. Yeah. Oh, the Critocast crew. Happy to be all back together, but aren't quite the zoo when everyone's here with us. Yep. When everyone is here. Well, I had a blast learning about axolotls today. Good. I'm so glad. I didn't know what they were at all. Right? So now at least I know. Yeah. And also, I'm 100% convinced that Pokemon are real. Yep. And axolotls are Pokemon. Yep. And also that they are Time Lords. Yeah. They are both. Yeah. Somehow. So please send us a No, sketch. actually, I changed my mind. They are... They are Pokemon, and they are the chosen pets of the Time Lords. Because they're Gallifreyan. That's my, that's my yes. new theory. They are actually from Gallifrey. Yeah. And this, this portal in Mexico yep. is not a portal to the underworld. It's a portal to Gallifrey. Yep. But people yep. didn't understand that. It was too mystical. Yes. So it, it became a portal to the underworld We've just instead. explained it with science. Yay. Because Doctor Who is based on science. Yes. Obviously. It was meant to teach children about science and history. Yes. It was an informative educational programming. Uh-huh. It really was. Yeah. That's how they got it on the air. On, nice. Yep. Mm -hmm. On BBC. Uh, no, on ITV. Oh, no. Yeah, BBC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because BBC was supposed history. to be just public oh broadcasting. Gosh. It was supposed yep. to be informative. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to just be Sherlock. <laughs> hey, Sherlock's informative, too, about Man emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Intense man emotions. Yes. And how to survive falling off of a the top of a building. But not really. But, but actually, but yes. Yes. What? It's fine. No, I have not actually no watched a single episode of Sherlock. Oh. You act like you have. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. You I've pulled it off. seen enough. <laughs> enough memes. Yeah. And Tumblr. But no, I've never watched an episode. So that's kind of it for us at uh, Criticast this time. Right behind you. We did all of our announcements at the beginning, which yeah. is great. We don't have to do anything other than to remind you all. Where you can find more CritterCast. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. So for sure. remember that if you, if this is not enough CritterCast for you right now, if you're like, oh no, what am I going to do without my weekly CritterCast? Yes. Well, 
Well, you can find all of our previous episodes and get caught up on iTunes, Spotify, or our website, Crittercast, CritterCastPodcast.com. Yes, indeed you can. You can also follow our social media. We are on Instagram, at CritterCastPodcast. We're on Twitter, as CastCritter. We're on Facebook, as CritterCast. You can find us in all those places. You can find us on YouTube, too, but I think the only thing that's on there right now is our Patreon intro video. Yep. Speaking of, you can... You can join our Patreon family, become an official part of the CritterCast crew. Gatsby. Um, you can join at levels starting at just $1 a month, going mm-hmm. all the way up to 10 15 20 15 $25? $25 a month. Yeah. However much you want to. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You're not going to put a limit <laughs> on it. It's no, cool. for sure. Um, for extra exclusive content not uploaded anywhere else. Yeah. Keep an eye out on our website as well. As I said, it's CritterCastPodcast.com. And we're going to be posting even more content on there uh, this coming new year. Yes. So that's it for us here at CritterCast for episode 25. Keep your ears peeled out for episode 26, which will be coming out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we'll do lots of social media interaction in the meantime. Yep. So you don't forget we exist. Yep. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile.